on today's show, Apple announces new digital payment that will be accepted at Walt Disney World. Pumpkin Spice Mania has taken over Epcot, and a Frozen attraction has been confirmed to take over the Maelstrom attraction in the Norway Pavilion. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 739 for the week of September 16th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams and Limited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Lurley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Jenny Lenop, sitting in for Pete Werner this week, and I'm joined at the table by my very good friends, Corey Martin, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, and Kathy Whirling. And then back in the production nook are our producers, Craig Williams and Sean Thompson. Well, hello, hello. I guess we can go ahead and jump right in with housekeeping, right? Get this party started, huh? I got confused when you uh, you introduced, we usually go this way. Yeah, what was, I was that like, about? Oh, I wasn't ready to smile yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Stay on track here. Now I'm following the script. Yeah. All right, so as you all can notice, Pete, John, Kevin, and Dustin are still in Europe for the Diz Unplugged Viva Italia trip with Adventures by Disney. They're going to be back for our September 30th show. In the meantime, you've got us. Also, everyone needs to be sure to download the Diz Unplugged app for iPhone and Android. It's free. The app has also just been added to the Amazon Android App Store, so you can download that for your Kindle Fire devices. Links to that and everything else that we talk about on the show today can be found on our show notes page, and that's at www.dizunplugged.com. We also have our upcoming Diz Meets to raise money for Give Kids the World. The next one is New England. That's coming up soon, October 3rd through the 5th in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Then there's Arizona. That's coming up October 24th through 26th. And Delaware is right on its heels, November 7th through the 9th. Do do we have anything to add about those meets? No? No. Okay. I just want to make sure. I do have something to say um, about the New Jersey meet that's, you know, quite a ways away, but they're already starting to do things to begin to raise money for their event. Uh, The New Jersey Dismeet people have begun fundraising with their handmade ornaments sale. So all proceeds from that go to Give Kids the World, 100%. Uh, There's going to be several styles, Mickey, Minnie, Princess Christmas, Pixie Dust, all kinds of stuff. Who's making them? Oh, the team. (laughs) You didn't see the post about it? Oh, I didn't see that. The girls that are planning the meet. They've been working tirelessly. So John Andrews is helping, too? I suppose so. It's like a handmade holiday ornament marathon going on there. They're really, really cute. They're really really gorgeous. That's cool. And worth all their hard work and labor and getting glitter in places that are unmentionable. Oh, been there. (laughs) Been there. (laughs) So everybody needs to go have a look at them. Some of the styles are limited. So if you're going to place an order, you want to place it early. Um, and in order to save on shipping, they're also giving everyone the option. If you order it ahead of time, they can deliver the ornaments to the Delaware meet. If you're going to happen to be at the Diz Delaware meet, you can pick them up there in time for the holidays. And um, you can go to njdizmeet.weebly, that's W-E-E-B-L-Y.com, in order to see examples of what they have, as well as place your orders. Okay, so then also we've got the Disney show, that Disneyland show that airs every Thursday. You guys want to make sure to tune in for that. This uh, this week, they're going. Tom Bell's going to be taking a look at Candy Cane Inn, and there the whole team is going to talk about what's new this year for Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort. 
which I find terribly interesting. We all know what's going on here, so let, yeah. we can find out what's going on there. You can subscribe to them on iTunes or check them out by going to disunplug.com. Yeah, we need to also plug that one a little more, too, because in over a little bit over a week, Sean and I will be going out to Disneyland to help with their coverage of that, as well as Halloween Horror Nights coverage yeah. uh, for our Universal show. So uh, definitely... Keep up with all their Halloween coverage if you like us. We'll be we'll be helping out with it, I'm sure, a little bit. Even if you don't like us, we'll still be helping out. I'm having trouble with the seat I'm in today because I can I've got I can see Craig in this one. I can't see him on my That's a big seat. problem. It is, yeah. it's throwing me. It's just Yeah, he looks like a he looks like a man with a camera for a head from my angle. I know, isn't it? <laughs> well thank okay. you. <laughs> That's normally the view I get. So this is actually seeing his face is throwing me off. Okay. Cool beans. Cool right. beans. Probably a lot of things throwing all of us off today, but we're going to push on through. Um, also, we have a few spots that have opened up on the Diz Exclusive Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic Trip. If you're interested in that, you need to email Kevin at Kevin at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com for more information. And Craig, I think you had a little bit more you wanted to say about that. Yeah. So the trip is this December. So of 2014, there are four spots available. Um, so if anyone does want to get on that trip, they need to get in touch with Kevin as quickly as possible. He'll he'll still be in Italy right now, so he might take a little while to get back to you. But uh, definitely email him if you're interested. Uh, it's a very unique trip, I think. I, I know I've gone. Sean's gone. I've you, gone. You, yeah. yeah, both of you have gone too. Uh, we have to. Yeah, and okay, right. so everyone except for JL has gone. Um, yeah, newbie. But it's even better actually in December at Halloween time. Uh, or oh. not Halloween. Wow. Halloween, Halloween in December. December. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a new update. Uh, at Christmas time in Disneyland. It's it's magical if you've seen Christmas at it's Disney magic. World. It is magical. <laughs> wow. it, was just like, it was so heartfelt. It's magical. It's magical. Let's go. It's very magical. And uh, no, it's it's one of a kind. Um, whereas Disney World, Disney World ends their Christmas decorations after Main Street, uh, except for the castle. Oh, yeah. And at Disneyland, it's literally head to toe covered everywhere. It's amazing, it, yeah. isn't it? Oh no! I, their Halloween and their Christmas yeah. is amazing. I know. I mean, I, I'm excited to see their Halloween, uh, but their Christmas time was it set a lot of expectations. Even over at California Adventure, seeing how they decorate Cars Land and uh, back in Paradise Pier, they do a little uh, uh, Spanish uh, Latino style holiday. You might call it Navidad. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, it, it's it's the best time of year to be there. Uh, I'm sure. And the trip in general is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no. It's perfect for any Disney fan because you get to see so many cool things like Imagineering and the studio a lot. So it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for something to give somebody for Christmas, this is a perfect, you know, Ooh, very generous this. Christmas gift. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. If you're looking for, for something one. for that, keep me in mind. Someone. Wow. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, and then, of course, always, it's a Diz exclusive trip, so mm -hmm. uh, there's always some extra surprises thrown in. Sometimes there's Disney uh, celebrities involved and sometimes some, some special gifts, but uh, Diz exclusive trips always have something that set it apart from any other trip you could book for uh, the ABD Backstage Magic. So I'm crossing my fingers for Tom Bergeron. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's busy right now with AFV, but... I think he's busy with... Uh, is he, does he do Dancing with the Stars? Oh, yeah. Does he? I think he's okay. busy with that. He's yeah. busy with that, too? Yeah. Okay, well, he's just busy in general. So, email <laughs> Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel asking for Tom Bergeron and <laughs> some of the four spots available for this December's Backstage Magic Trip. Back to you, JL. Back to you, JL. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that the whole show. <laughs> that was awesome! That was really great, and I didn't really love you, I just love you even more. Okay, good. I like the wink. Yeah. That, was that was sweet. That was I sweet. actually was going to say, I like the way Kathy thinks with her Christmas shopping. You can be my secret Santa. Okay, okay. Do that. All right, on with our poll results. We're not going to be... Oh, wait, I have housekeeping. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, wait, go wait, ahead. Wait. Sorry. Um, <laughs> my bad. I just wanted to mention that at the Welcome Center, we now have the lovely Dismeet, Hershey Dismeet recipe cookbook. Mm. Mm. Lots of good recipes. Yeah, Lots of good recipes in here. I know. Yeah. From the Diz, from podcasters, from podcast listeners, from podcast listeners, friends. My personal holiday handballs are in here. We'll make your holidays mm. special. They're good. Um, it's just 10 bucks, and it all, all goes to charity. Give kids the world. Can you explain a little more about yeah, these handballs? My handballs will make your holiday exactly special. Holiday handballs. Like oh, they're amazing. Skit. Anybody's been to my house during the holidays? None of you have. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. So buy the cookbook if you're jealous of all the people that have been to Teresa's house. No, 10 bucks, give kids a road. It's awesome. It's awesome. Just send me an email at teeckles at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and I'll get you hooked up. And you will ship them. I will ship them, yes. So it's $10 plus shipping and handling. All right. And Julie, you said you had something. Oh, yes. We have. Um, we were just going to remind everyone that uh, Ferris's sixth Step Up for Down Syndrome wow. walk is coming up. It's the same weekend as the New England is meet. Um, it's October 4th is the actual walk. Um, we have already raised a little over $3,000, so we have met our goal. Thank you to everyone who has donated and supported um, Ferris and the Down Syndrome Association. I just have to say, it looks like he's wearing coral lip gloss in this photo. It's the monitor. It's oh, oh, that monitor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an appropriate photo. He's stepping up, you know? But, uh. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool to tie in since he's stepping up. <laughs> we say come and step up with our Ferris man, but um, oh. we have had... Uh, some people signed up to come and join us uh, actually walk so if you'd like to do that you certainly can um there'll be a link in the show notes page it's october it's 4th super long it's link. october 4th um i did create a tiny url for it because the url is very long it's tinyurl.com forward slash ferris as in ferris bueller's day off f-e-r-r-i-s 2014 so it's not ferris it's ferris um if you you know if you want to come walk with us let us know we'll get you a shirt um designed by yours truly and then, um, look, if you can't make it and you'd like to donate, any amount helps. We've, re- we've met our goal, $3,000, but we can always go higher. So a dollar, perfect. Um, anything more than that, excellent. Um, I think more, it's more that you, know, you would take the time to go fill out the form and you know, donate and than it is the actual amount. So any amount is appreciated. I hate I'm missing it this year. Uh, I know. And a lot of people had planned because they, they had set the date as October 11th and then it had to change for some oh, reason with the city. They okay. made them change the date. So I'm so sorry to those of you who had already made your plans. I even had a very good friend who had made her plans, but she's still coming the next weekend. So we'll still be able to see each yeah. other. <laughs> the walk is at, um, is downtown Orlando. It's uh, around Lake Eola. So if you're on Disney property, it's about a 20 minute drive. From yeah, it's there. Not too bad. I'd say yeah. plan for a half hour, depending on I-4 traffic yeah. for yeah. sure. It's in the morning. So. This is Corey's driving. Yeah, <laughs> I fly low. <laughs> um, also, uh, if you are going to walk with us, send either message me on Facebook or send me an email, Julie at wdwinfo.com. Thank Perfect. you. Okay. Well, we have our poll from 
<laughs> last week, which is... No, we, we still got more housekeeping. I got a housekeeping. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, guys. It's a big house. Wow. Ah. Awesome. Go. Okay, what's yours? Oh, I got something real exciting. Oh, well, just let you go first. <laughs> people. Right. Okay. So I actually just wanted to start on a serious note. And I've gotten lots of uh, emails and complaints over the past week from our show last week. So I just wanted to preempt that and apologize to the Jazzercise and Prancercise communities because I made fun of them. <laughs> I've been asked to take a class because I poked fun at them. <laughs> I will not do that. <laughs> Is this for real? I seriously got messages about the Jazzercise joke. So I apologize to the Jazzercise community. Wow. Yeah. And I so. thought my pri- private messages were on. <laughs> Please, fan away. Because of the... Uh, the Christmas tree thing. I got some messages about no, I that. actually, I, I love the show. Look, I, here's, here's the thing I think a lot of people don't really understand is that, you know, I think the poking fun, it wasn't necessarily poking fun, but we do live in this. And I think that if, you know, I did things in, when I lived in New Orleans, you know, that, that would kind of keep me tied into Disney. But, and I, I can understand that. I think we can all understand that. But we live here now. So it's... You know, we still have that Disney touch, but, you know, like Julie said last week, you can go in our house and every you're not going to see, like, you know, Disney snow globes. And I'm not, I'm not nothing against that, but, you know, you, you, our whole top shelves are not going to be loaded with them, and there's nothing against that. I'm just saying that, you know, we are down the street from it. So Everybody can come to my house to see those. Yeah. The, the point is, <laughs> I loved the show last week. I thought it was great, but cool. Well, on to my housekeeping. Uh, for, once again, those of you who like Sean and I uh, in our ragtag team duo type thing. Uh, oh my. Yeah. That's a weird description. That was. It yeah. was. I regret it instantly, but... Um, now I'm ready to see you with a friend in a flapper dress. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm seeing something else. Fair enough. Okay, go ahead. Oh, what? You're fanning again. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who enjoy our Universal show, we'll be having another live one tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern yes. Standard Time. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of fun stuff. One Direction. They're coming. Everyone's favorite band. Yeah, they're wow. they're coming to Orlando. I love yeah, hair. yeah. They. I'm trying to talk loud enough, but I have like sick voice, so it's, yeah. it, it's it, not it, picking up. I apologize to everybody. Yeah, it's good. We'll get that. Uh, but One Direction, awesome, amazing. And then we're going to be previewing Halloween Horror Nights, which we got to do one of the Friday. houses. Yes, we did. Yeah, that's so. today. And then tomorrow night, are you, when, when are y'all going to Halloween Horror? Tomorrow Nights? night. Tomorrow night. So yeah, we yeah. get to go. Tomorrow night, we've we've locked up tickets for a uh, team member preview. Yeah, I'll be uh, there for that. <laughs> so just a little sneak peek at it, but uh, no, it's it's going to be fun. We're going to get to see a lot of a lot of cool stuff, and we'll be reporting on what we're going to see tonight. So yes. tune in seven o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. Back to you, Dale. Back to you, <laughs> Dale. <laughs> Everyone's so chatty today. It's going to be a good episode. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to introduce this idea for the third time. <laughs> Poll results. Um, we, we have them, but we're not giving them to you. Um, they're not going to give them till the September 30th show because we're going to be using those results for an episode at that point. Nevertheless, we want you to still participate in the poll. And it's all about the resorts at Walt Disney World. We want your favorite Walt Disney World resorts. So let us know what they are. And uh, we do have a winner for this week, although I don't have his name. Sean, (laughs) that didn't come through. I don't have it. Okay. 
<laughs> I Back to you, Sean. Give me one minute. <laughs> his name is Chris O'Neill. Oh. Chris O'Neill. Yeah, so congratulations. Okay, I do have his answers. Okay, I great. just didn't have his name. So uh, for the value, Chris says his favorite is Art of Animation. Uh, for, I guess it is, the, the next category would be Fort Wilderness Cabins. Uh-huh. Moderate. Moderate. Yep. Moderate, okay. And then we've got the Deluxe, which is Beach Club for him, and then DVC. Basically, home away from home. Yeah, away from home. Beach the Club. Beach Club Villas. So, congratulations, Chris. You're going to be getting your fifty dollars gift card in the mail shortly. Okay, so it's time for the news. Back to you, Sean. Okay. So, our first news story: Apple Pay is going to be working at Walt Disney World. Uh, Apple's much-anticipated announcement of the iPhone 6 also included something of interest to Disney fans. Apple will be rolling out the new Apple Pay system, which will allow users to pay for purchases with their iPhone 6 and iPhone 6 Plus, as well as the upcoming Apple Apple Watch, which will be coming out in 2015. Apple Pay will debut in October, and in December, Apple Pay will work for purchases at Walt Disney World. A Disney spokesperson said, Apple Pay makes shopping fast and easy for guests and simplifies the checkout process for our cast members. Our guests are, coming to, are going to love the convenience of Apple Pay, which will bring an easy, secure, and private way to make purchases at Disney, store, at Disney stores and Walt Disney World Resort. The system sounds similar to the charging privileges available for Disney Resort guests using Magic Bands. Guests simply tap their Magic Bands on an RFID reader, and the purchase is automatically charged to their credit card already on file. Uh, Apple Pay will be available with credit cards and debit cards from American Express, MasterCard, and Visa. And Disney won't be the only retailer accepting it. It'll also be accepted at Bloomingdale's, Macy's, McDonald's, Walgreens, Subway, and Whole Foods, to name just a few. So, Whole Foods. (laughs) Uh, I think this is a really exciting thing. I think a lot of people are kind of getting confused as to how it will interact with Magic Bands, because it sounds like a very similar technology, and it is, um, basically. But I know for me, as an annual pass holder, I don't have the option of charging anything with my Magic Band. So to have this capability of having my phone and keeping my credit cards uh, stored in my phone and then using it to pay for things at, at, the, at the parks yeah. and the resorts, I think is a really good option. I also think if guests that do have the Magic Band technology uh, want to use different cards, I think the resort pretty much restricts you to keeping it on your folio, and then you can go afterwards to the front desk and kind of choose how you want to divvy things up. But this will just make it simpler because you can, add on a per-transaction basis, choose which card you want to use. So I think it's going to be a pretty cool thing. I, I don't know if anyone else no, I, I, no, I agree because, look, you know, as we're approaching Food and Wine Festival, the most popular thing you can buy there is, are the gift cards that you can load up because it makes going around the World Showcase so easy. It's on your wrist. You know, just like a, a watch would be or your magic band is. And this is the closest thing I have to kind of condensing all those receipts I'm going to get and taking out, you know, my, my wallet every time that, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. I have my phone in my hand anyway. My question day. is for an annual pass holder, though. Do you now have to wear two bands around your wrist? One t- for your ticket into the park and one for purchasing things? Did two you- wrists. No, no. This is You're going to be double wristing. Corey, you want to? Yeah, yeah. This is this is different from that. This is your um, this is using your iPhone to pay. Um, the Magic Band is separate. I mean, you're still going to use that for your uh, admission, your um, you know Disney Resort charges and all that stuff. But you know, for an annual pass holder, you, your admission is around your wrist, and you pay with your phone they're or your watch. For, they're complete different systems. Yeah, they're they're completely the different. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, there is a, a user scenario where you have both the Apple Watch. And a Magic Band, so that is a, a, a probably a small group of people yeah. that would have both of those items. They would probably have to decide which one they want to wear. But for the basic user, 
they're going to be using their phone or Right. They're going to come out with the um, the annual pass holder headband. That way, every time you <laughs> head on the thing, and that's I think we'll be looking pretty sharp. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this. Right now. <laughs> All right. But another good thing about it is uh, the the retailer, the cast member, and the person that's accepting the payment doesn't see any of your information. So Apple Pay is completely secure in the fact that yeah. all they see is a, a number. So it goes all through the computer. They don't get to see. So it's like, you know, you hand your, your, your credit card to somebody that's going to ring out your transaction. There's some risk involved in that because they have your information. They have your numbers. They have your name. They could, you know, essentially do a lot. Uh, this will keep all that hidden. So this will just be a scan and it's called an NFC reader. NFC chip. So it's, all, it's a very secure uh, way to do this. But Go. what if you lose your phone and someone else picks it up and just starts charging like crazy? Well, so just like, just like Magic Bands has a PIN number, uh, you, for Apple Pay, you can use a PIN number. Or if you, ha if you choose to use the touch reader on the home button of yeah. your iPhone 6 or 6 Plus, you can use a fingerprint scanner to authorize the transaction. Ah. So change yes. your password from 1234. Okay, thank you for no, that. No, that was a good question. Good. Any more questions? I don't I don't think so. Okay. Do you think this is well, okay. I said I don't think so and then I had one. Um, do you think this is going to change how we function in the park? I think a, a small group of people. If you're a, a probably a dedicated Apple user and you have one of the new iPhones, because this isn't going to work right away with 5s, 5s's, 5c's. Mm -hmm. This is pretty much a technology that's strict to 6s uh, and 6 plus, which come out yeah. Friday. Um, I think if you're a, a you know a core Apple user and you want to use the Apple Pay system, I think it could definitely make things easier. Mm -hmm. I know Skip commented, our friend Skip Potter commented that this system is going to be a lot easier than the Magic Band system because it's all handheld for him. So instead of using the Magic Band and then typing in a PIN number on the register, mm -hmm. he could authorize everything from his mobile phone. Right. And I think oh, that's, yeah. a great, that's, great. that's a great point, is that this will simplify things for a lot of people. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So the next story has to do with uh, some awards, right? All right. Uh, our second story, SeaWorld, Universal, and Epcot are honored by amusement today. Uh, SeaWorld Orlando, Universal Orlando, and Epcot were honored in the 2014 Amusement Today Golden Ticket Awards. The newspaper surveys theme park enthusiasts, enthusiasts in an annual poll and presents the awards across 25 categories. SeaWorld Orlando received a golden ticket for Best Marine Life Park for the ninth consecutive year. SeaWorld San Diego took second place in the same category. The SeaWorld Rescue Team were named the Persons of the Year as a publisher's pick. They were described as showing tireless dedication to animal welfare and ongoing commitment to education, conservation, and rehabilitation of animal life. One of the SeaWorld's founders, the late George Millay, was honored the Legend Series Award, which pays tribute to an amusement park legend who has impacted the industry in a unique way. Universal received a bevy of awards, including Best Dark Ride for Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, Best Water Ride for Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls, Best Indoor Coaster for The Revenge of the Mummy, and Best Halloween Event for Halloween Horror Nights. Epcot's Illuminations Reflections of Earth won Best Outdoor Night Show Production. That's I great. have to say, I, think, really I think Universal is deserving of all of the awards that it got. I can't disagree with any of those. Even and it's though amazing I'm a very that big Illuminations... Fan that's been around for so long still manages to win awards. Does it surprise you, though? That doesn't surprise me at all. Well, but there's a lot of people who think that, you know, Illumination's time has come to be replaced by something, and the fact mm -hmm. that it, it still can win awards against mm -hmm. what everybody else is doing, I think that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think too. Illumination's, you know, a lot of people have a, an emotional attachment to wishes, but I think, you know, there are people, 
you know, obviously not greater than wishes, but have that emotional attachment to um, illuminations too. I know, no. Julie, you hate it, but uh, well, I like it. She hates it's the a ball. strong word. I just dislike that ball. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they could do something different. But Lucy's on it. Oh, I don't even pay attention. Oh. <laughs> Any, anything that I compares Lucy to Mother yeah. Mother Teresa is a good thing in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have. I could not have even told you that. So, I love illuminations. I still yeah. get moved by it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I had this one experience. I was there with friends one evening, and my friend knew the whole story behind what they were doing. So he narrated it for me and explained like what the what the fireworks meant at certain. As the progression mm-hmm. of it went, I had never heard all that before, and I've never watched Illuminations the same way ever since. It was completely fascinating. The, the first time I saw it, I'll never forget because I was with Corey, and it was. <laughs> do you remember Corey? I, do. I can't watch it without thinking about that every time. He was trying to convince me it was a different. I don't remember what you said now. I went up behind you and I said, "Don't you just love wishes?" Or like that. <laughs> I was clueless. I'm going. Wait a minute. <laughs> wishes to me. Mm-hmm. All right. I think it's interesting to see so many uh, awards for SeaWorld. I think that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Obviously with all the, you know, controversy and hubbub about Blackfish. So, it's nice to see they got a little love too. Especially for the the marine work and the mm-hmm. conservation yeah. and rehabilitation stuff. They certainly do, you know, put in a lot of effort as far as conservation and rehabilitation go. I'm a and that's all I'll say about that, because I lean a little bit towards the blackfish side. But nevertheless, I do give credit where credit is due. And it's a beautiful park, and the animals are amazing. And the trainers are wonderful people that take care of those animals to the best of their ability anyway. so no, I think that's a good point, too. No matter what your position on a lot of that stuff is, you have, it's good to recognize that they do do a lot of work. Sure. Great work. So Consider the the circumstances that they're given. I, I definitely feel those people love those animals. So Absolutely. All right, so our third story. Uh, it's been confirmed that Maelstrom will be replaced by a frozen attraction and that the last day for Maelstrom will be October 5th. Uh, the rumors have become official. Epcot's Maelstrom in the Norway Pavilion will be replaced with a frozen-themed attraction. The possibility of this has been all over the internet lately, but was confirmed today on the Disney Parks blog by Tom Staggs, chairman of the Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. Staggs said the new attraction will take our guests to Arendelle and immerse them in many of their favorite moments and music from the film. In addition, a meet-and-greet location will be added for guests to meet Anna and Elsa. Currently, there is a small meet-and-greet area inside one of the shops, but the small space is overwhelmed with guests, and a new larger space should help diminish some of that. Anna and Elsa will continue to greet guests at the Magic Kingdom, but the sisters will also have a bigger presence during the holidays. Beginning November 5th, Queen Elsa will use her powers to transform Cinderella Castle into an ice palace every night starting in early November. Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, and Olaf will also appear in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, some elements from Frozen Summer Fun Live will be extended. Wandering Oaken's trading shop will move closer to the for the first time in forever, a frozen sing-along celebration during the holidays and will include a real snow effect in a, in a real snow in a larger play area. The sing-along has been extended indefinitely. The last day for Maelstrom will be October 5th and the new attraction will open in early 2016. This has been the hot topic of the week, folks. Oh, yeah. Everyone seems to have very, very strong feelings about this. So let's share ours. 
<laughs> I don't know. Does anybody have something? That I don't like that's going this? away. I mean, I think Frozen doesn't belong in the World Showcase. Personally, I think it should be put somewhere else. Why not put it in that little Odyssey building that they don't do anything with? Because they make money in that building by hosting private special private events. Well, they could do. They could make even more money if they put Anna and Elsa there. I, I think. <laughs> I think the thing the is, is that you know this isn't an overlay. Obviously, with the the opening date being 2016, this is a complete mm-hmm. overhaul. And I, I, I'm not sure if the you know the outrage would have been less if it was like just an overlay, uh, like what they did with. Um, you know, small world, adding characters here and there and, and a few other attractions. But this is a complete overhaul. So I, I don't know if it's because of that. Um, I know there's a lot of people just mad that they don't get to see it one last time because the decision was made so fast and that it's, you know, it's going under soon. So it's like they have no last chance to kind of check it out. You know, I, I felt bad when I first heard them announce this and then i watched that making a frozen special that was on i happened to watch it yesterday and after watching that i think the new frozen is going to be awesome in that spot if they treat it with the same feelings that they had when they made the movie i think that's going to be a great spot i don't know that everybody who went into Maelstrom, because heaven knows, you know, as I've always said, I don't like change, but this is something, I mean, I get Maelstrom's been there, I get that, um, you know, this is supposed to be, World Showcase is supposed to be educational, but I think they could probably do this and even maybe throw some education in there. I'm, I'm willing to wait and see on this one. Well, no, I have, I have no doubt that they're going to do that. I'm sorry, Julie, go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I disagree because Frozen is not an accurate depiction of Norway. It's not even ever said that it's Norway, first of all. And Maelstrom has history, culture, and folklore. You know, there are no oil rigs in Frozen. There are trolls, folklore. You don't remember that part where Elsa goes and fights the oil rig fire? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, well, this just, it holds a special place for me. This is the first thing that really got me a little bit upset. Like, I'm I'm usually the one who's like, oh, okay, fine, change it, whatever, I don't care. But especially if they're taking away the whole area and it's all becoming frozen, there's not even going to be, like, the little shop where you can buy your little stuffed puffin and, like, all the little things that are from Norway. Yeah, that stuff needs to That's what I don't want to be taken away. I don't want to be frozen land in the world showcase because frozen land does not exist in the real world i'm probably i'm probably more upset about the fact that now when they do the um castle lighting ceremony that now frozen is in the magic kingdom because you know now we've got three parks that have frozen stuff in it it's definitely Um, a multi-park push can we put maybe some frozen stuff in animal kingdom maybe you know there's a frozen pond or something (laughs) when you're on the safari it's like, it's getting to the point, I mean, Frozen's great. It is. It doesn't need to be in three of the four parks. No. I'd well, make the argument that I think it fits in Magic Kingdom the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm actually, of the announcements, I think the castle lighting ceremony is the least one I'm, I'm upset about. See, that, I don't know, that just bothered me that, to me, that, w- again, was one of those true Disney moments. I, I understand, but... Uh, it just seems to fit so perfectly it that it's sense, almost like yeah. a no-brainer. But it, it also seemed to fit perfectly last year whenever we were standing around saying, oh, yeah. that would no, be I awesome. <laughs> and once again, like the whole Frozen Summer fun, it's just 
way too much, way too late. It's exactly I mean, what I, it's. It's too much, too late. Yeah. Um, it, and I actually have very strong feelings about the Maelstrom thing. I totally agree with Julie. It's it's almost like an insult to put yeah. an imaginary place, and they keep they keep referencing. Oh, but it's you know it's based on the culture. Yeah, but it's a fake land. It's like putting Agrabah, building Agrabah, and putting it in Morocco. <laughs> Morocco. It doesn't it's make really sense. Yeah. It's it's fake. It's, That's it's, happening next year, by the way. This is one of those is. things, though, that I'm willing to wait and see how it is. This isn't like um, with off kilter and Moroccan. I think that if they don't get it right and they take away a lot of stuff. People are going to say something. People are already speaking up, and that's one thing I'm really glad about is yeah. people are not right. shying away from speaking their what mind about Norway this. What does Norway have to say about this? Well, they've had a kind of an off... Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. They've, they haven't really had an, an input in the pavilion for a long time. Okay. They've kind of had like a standoffish approach to it, and that's unfortunate because I think that they should have kept up that relationship. Um, I'm very confused but, right now because don't the countries sponsor their pavilions in the World Showcase? Uh, not... I, 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 I'm not an expert on this, okay. um, so I could be wrong. But from what I understand, they haven't put any input in it for a, a long time. Yeah. Okay. They sponsored the pavilion at first in the 80s. That's why the ride, the movie specifically, is so uh, outdated in a way. Mm -hmm. um, because they did put, push a lot towards that in the beginning. But since then, they haven't really kept up mm -hmm. with it. And, it. and I think you can tell. Um, but... In terms of waiting and seeing how they do it, I have no doubt they're going to make a, a, a nice Same. attraction. Yeah, no. I mean, they're spending a year. Uh, I, I think that they'll do it well. I just don't think it fits. No. I'd rather them spend more time, build something nice in Magic Kingdom where it fits in Fantasyland or something. Do a really nice dark ride. Um, Every oh, park is becoming frozen, right? It's like right, a Band-Aid, right. I yeah. feel like. This is not a permanent solution. This is just something temporary to make people happy. Right. Elsa's castle is going to be on top of Everest. I would rather them see, I'd rather see, okay, so Norway's not involved anymore. Then just say, okay, we're done with you, and invite a new country to be there. Australia. And not just be like, well, slap Frozen on here, you know? I, I'm sorry. I do like Frozen. Don't get me wrong, but, ugh. <laughs> we live in a Frozen household. We do. I mean, Ferris dressed up as Anna is the funniest thing. But I guess the thing, too, that, that I mean, I get why they're doing it, because it's their cash cow. But if, if nothing is sacred in World Showcase, right. what's the next thing that's going to go in? And that probably worries me more than... Like Teresa said, there'll be a freaking Aladdin ride in Morocco, or whoever said that. Or, oh, you know. I wish I could say I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I'm sorry. I got you confused for a moment. Agrabah. Very, Very similar. If they touch that France movie, I swear I will chain myself Hosted to the outside. <laughs> really? Or Canada. I mean, I just... I know. I agree with Julie on this one. They shouldn't, they shouldn't mess with it. It's a sacred ground. It's just, mm. don't mess with it, you know? World Showcase. Put, put them someplace else, you know? I think an o uh, they could have done an overlay. I, I'm not sure if the, uh, and I have no doubt they're going to do it well, but I think, uh, I'm sure the, the impact would have been less if it was just an overlay. Like, we're going to close down from October to January, and we're going to open it back up. Maybe they're thinking this is a way to get small children involved in World Showcase, and, you know, if... Our kids love it without I Frozen. I know, but there's a lot know? of kids that don't, Yeah, you know? Like I'm teaching just, them about a fake land that doesn't that's exist. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm not... This this goes back to the Michael Eisner trying to bring the actual Disney characters, characters back yeah. into World Showcase. And, I mean, so far, uh, except for face characters roaming around, the only thing that's really permeated is the three caballeros being in Mexico. Uh, yeah, so now we have two rides in, in World Showcase, yeah. and both of them will have characters in them. And that's... <laughs> You know, it, it's whatever. But in even the long with run. that, I would say at least with Mexico, those characters, that's a, 
for me, I believe that that's a good fit. The movie mm-hmm. that they come from represent the South American countries. And the ride still is representative of the country that yes. it is. the pavilion that it's in. But that's because in uh, Three Caballeros, and even if you go back to Saludos Amigos, it is all entwined in that Latin America region. Exactly. Uh, so that works. If they wanted Frozen to come in and have a little bit of an impact, they should have updated the end video, having it hosted by Olaf and the other characters. So you still have the normal ride. You see Norway how it is. And then they can bring in their little junk to it. So parents are going to ride the ride so they can see a video at the end with the characters. The the movie that everybody just walks through the uh, the aisles to get to the exit. Yeah, I I actually think that would have been a really good idea because that movie needed help. It's... It's just a, another trend of Disney trying to bring their their movies that are cash cows into it. I mean, we talked about it last year or whatever with the planes, putting the plane eyes on Walt Disney's airplane. They just, they'll do anything to, to make horrible. another dime. I'm sorry. Oh, that was cute. Oh, oh planes. Oh, God. <laughs> I really don't It like doesn't it. have the same, you know, feel-good feeling that Frozen does. But, I mean, I still enjoyed it. My grandson still enjoyed it. Well, Even the Ferris and Finley, they they hate it. I, we've tried to watch yeah, it, but they don't they don't like cars either. No. So I mean, it's the same thing that they can't get into cars, and we try, but it's, definitely if they if they don't like cars, they're not going to like planes. It's more of a Dane Cook thing, I it think. It is all Dane Cook. Yeah, it's mostly Dane Cook. <laughs> Your kids have good taste. <laughs> <laughs> well, bringing the car back onto the track of the Frozen attraction, I I agree with uh, Sean. Well, I mean, all of you have expressed yourself really well. I. Sean actually just said a lot of things that were in my head, like almost word for word. And um, I mean, I I know it was kind of weird for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have an emotional attachment to that ride just because it's tied to a a certain part of my past. And so I feel like, you know, the closing of that attraction is symbolic of the fact that that part of my life is over. So it's kind of emotional for me in that sense. But um, other than that, I... um, my only gripe is what you were saying, Julie. It's not representative of the country. But in the same breath, I don't necessarily feel like Maelstrom was that great of a representation of Norway, but it's because they Disney-fied it. For example, when you go through the Viking scene, it looks like they're just helping the neighbors move. <laughs> and I really don't think it went down like that. Well, they can't have them, like, beheading people. <laughs> you know, but... Um, and, and, the trolls um, are pretty accurate. They were Vikings. <laughs> I, I love the troll part. That's actually the best part of the attraction. It, but might, it might not be realistic in a sense, but... It also will encourage people to see and like seek out more information on the culture of Norway. I know that's yeah. what I did. I, I mean, I, I saw the ride and I knew it obviously wasn't like that, but I wanted to learn more about it and got excited to hopefully I, visit it one day. I think that that is supposed to be the original purpose of these attractions and the pavilions to inspire people mm-hmm. to go to the actual country. The Mexico Pavilion inspired me when I was a teenager to all I've always wanted to go visit Mexico solely because of the pavilion in the world showcase I don't know that a frozen attraction is going to make anyone want to visit Norway because it's not actually there but I just wonder all the people that are upset that Maelstrom is going away and I'm not saying like those of us in this room but now there's going to be another place for people to get their frozen fix that all the people that are upset that Maelstrom is going away are all those same people then not going to go to the meet and greet that's going to be there? That's another place to meet Anna and Elsa. Are you going to boycott that? Or are you going to say, wow, here's another place I can meet them. Here's another place we can 
Well, does anybody no. actually ever boycott a new attraction no. because they're well? But you know those people that's, that'll go like, "Oh, I'm not coming back" or whatever. <laughs> you know, there's really. a lot of Disney at in Norway already. I mean, look at. Um, uh, restaurant Akershus. I mean, it has Princess Storybook Dining, and then the attraction is frozen. They took away the Viking ship. It's like they're just chipping it away, replacing well, everything mm-hmm. with adding Disney, on Disney, to Disney. that. And it's yeah, Steve Steve Church. It used to be an exhibit about the Vikings, yep. and now it's all about Frozen already. Yep. Yeah. That happened a few months ago. They they changed the whole thing. So like you have the character exhibit. dining, you have the Steve Church with the character exhibit inside. Then the ride itself is going to be frozen. So, so it's just going to be a the, character show. The, the alcohol beverages they offer. We'll talk about that next year. <laughs> next segment. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's happening whether we like it or not. But And so that's going to be closing October 5th. Is that right? Is that what you mm-hmm. said? And nothing will be opening up until 2016. The end. Oh, I think I'm supposed to move on, and I'm not ready to. Okay, here we go. Are we done with the stories? Did anybody else have anything they wanted to add? No. Yeah, let's... Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> Put a knife in it. <laughs> peace is being held. Okay. So for caption this last week, we had a picture of Julie at the Indie Disney. I read all of these. They were funny. <laughs> People are so creative with this stuff. I know, because I didn't think it was a very creative photo. So Oh, no. You're completely oh, adorable. That's cute. <laughs> all right. So we had uh, three people that we picked their captions for. The first one is Sally Ann Meyer Cummings. And her caption was, see what happens when you get in the damn lakes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, reminds me of X-Men, some kind of <laughs> mutated person, uh-huh. whatever. Okay, the next one was Alex Zapata, who said, it's so hard to take a selfie with my tiny T-Rex arms. <laughs> yes, uh, Sean took this for me. <laughs> and then George Thomas said, now that the transformation is complete, the Diz team will unleash Julie onto the designers of the new downtown Disney parking lot structure. <laughs> 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 well, really I wouldn't destroy it. I mean, it'll just take even longer. So, um, and then for this week, do we have something? Oh, we yeah, have Okay, let's see it. We searched the internet. Okay. Oh, my. Oh, it's like Kathy Inception. It's a double Kathy. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's from our Nova Scotia meet, wasn't it? It is. It's Kathy. No, this is as Kathy on the lake. I don't think a pirate's life is for her. She's kind <laughs> looks concerned. <laughs> okay, well, you just stole about 15 people's captions right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> you to feel terrible about yourself. Jump the gun on that one. You should have taken the one of me with the NASA helmet on. That was even better. That's next week. <laughs> so there you have your photo for next week uh, go to our Facebook page in order to leave your caption for this week and hopefully we'll pick your comment to read on next week's show alright on to rapid fire uh, Corey well, oh, we, we're going to start going this going, way going around so okay. Kathy alright you guys are just not following the script today but here we are Okay, Kathy you're up mine is Walt Disney World has scaled back one of its newest events the Epcot Food and Wine Late Nights Live the $79 three hour party during the Food and Wine Festival that started this week was originally scheduled for Tuesdays and Thursdays Disney has cut it back to just Thursdays so I guess they're not getting a lot of um, people signing up for it so that's what the article said right there just wasn't enough demand so they scaled it back just seems to be that's what it is how do you guys feel about this push that Disney seems to be making with all these premium packages? It's It feels like constantly pay an extra $75 for this event, pay an extra $75 for this special mm-hmm. reserved spot. And you know something's coming for the Christmas party. Of course. It seems like there has to be because they're on a roll. Olaf's reception in Cinderella Castle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, 
Now watch, that's actually going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. They'll be building snowmen out and down in the special reserved area. I don't think we're, we've seen the end of these um, these exclusive parties. I think the word exclusive, everybody kind of wants to feel that they can do something exclusive and get away from the crowds. And I think Disney knows it, and people will pay that money. Well, so I don't think we'll see the end of And they're paying this money, but they're also paying this money for something that should cost about a, a fraction of the yep. price, probably right, a bit right. and a bit. So that means Disney's trying to find extra revenue <laughs> yeah, to fund they're... something coming up in the future. Other, or they're just getting really greedy. I think it's it, one or the other. Yeah. Well, they're, it's so. actually rather creative because they found a way to make more revenue without upping the price of the general admission ticket. Oh, that's it's, it's like, still going to happen, though. Well, the, yeah, that will happen, but without without jacking it up incredibly high. I mean, they're not going to charge an extra $75 per ticket, but here's a way that they can. I think this one... It just seems a little like you've been eating and drinking your way around World Showcase, and now they want you to go to a three-hour party at the end that just, I don't know, that doesn't seem like the demand is there for this one. Now, maybe if they threw characters or something into it, maybe it would have been you know, more popular, but this just seems like you're just doing more of it. For $79. I've never been to Party of the Senses, but from what I've read and what I've heard, it seems like that's something they've got right mm-hmm. with that. You know, it, it's a premium price and, you know, it does, it, it's it's more, I think it's more expensive than a lot of people are willing to spend for a family of four or, or whatever, but I think that's kind of a, an event. It seems like they have that one down pat. If they can make more of these like that. That Party of the Senses was nice. The year that I went was the year that they didn't give you chairs. Now they've got a, a premium to that that now you everybody gets a chair. Party for the senses and the food that they have and the way it's set up is just awesome. I'd rather do that than something mm-hmm. like this. Apparently you're not alone because they're not getting too much yeah. uh, too much of a demand for it. <coughs> Teresa? Mm. Would you like to go? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm here. Thank you, Kathy. Teresa? Jeez. <laughs> uh, I'd like to speak a moment about the Disney Cruise Line discounts that are out now. Uh, military discounts, some are available for the 11.5, four-night, um, 11.19, several dates in October, and pricing as low as $100 per person, depending wow. on the category, $100, $120 per person per night. The Diz Unplugged is being invaded by Frozen as well. <laughs> and um, anyway, so that's awesome for the military. You have to have, have to be active or retired military. Florida resident rates are also available for November and October. These dates change every week, right, Kathy? Mm-hmm. Depending on what's available and what they decide to put out there. $100, $120 per night per person, $135 per night per person, Um and then there's some that are available that you need to check with your travel agent for. For this, you need a proof that you are a Florida resident. So, but that's taking It's rare that there are never discounts for Florida residents and military, yeah, correct? Right, Usually right. there's something. It, it come, might not be massive. They come closer to the cruise date, though. Mm-hmm. Like, Within three, yeah. within a ninety-day period, usually, right, right? Right. Yeah. And the important thing with the Florida resident is you have to fax that into Disney Cruise Lines within forty-eight hours, or they'll raise the price of your cruise. Yeah, they're real up to normal. Snippy rates. on that. You got to do yeah. it right away. Mm-hmm. Hey, Teresa, if I wanted to book a cruise, how could I do that? You could contact me, Craig, at <laughs> t Eccles at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, or 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 
Or, or <laughs> Kathy W <laughs> Dreams Unlimited Travel.com. Hey, Julie, how do I book oh, a cruise? Not through me. DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dreams Kathy and Teresa should thumb wrestle over it. Right <laughs> <laughs> the winner gets their email flashed on the screen. <laughs> I will not be able to help you. <laughs> no. You can just request a quote at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. Put in the notes that you're wanting military or Florida rates or just anything special that you want. And one of our agents will be glad to help you. T. Eccles at Dreams Unlimited Travel. <laughs> Eccles. Kathy W. at Dreams Unlimited Travel.com. No. no blue. Okay. Anything else, Craig? Um, no. Okay. That's the end of my rapid fire. Okay. Thank you. Julie? Okay, I'm making sure I was next because I didn't know if they were going to go that way. I've okay. been a little bit confused myself. Fine. So um, SeaWorld's Halloween Spooktacular will be returning every weekend in October um, from 12 noon to 8 p.m. Um, it's a family-friendly event. It's going to be better for the little kids who don't deal well with the spookier events, such as Halloween Horror Nights, which I will not be attending. Sean and Craig tried to convince me to go with them. And I was like, oh, you're no way. Go <laughs> I'm not going. Um uh, and then so, okay, so they'll have games and music and dancing, bubble machines. They're going to have trick-or-treating. Over one million pieces of candy are going to be handed out, Teresa. On oh, one night? In one <laughs> night? <laughs> yeah. Over the weekend. Over the- Teresa with her fan. <laughs> over those, I guess, however many weekends October has, either four or five. They haven't caught it on. So. It's not been in this. Oh, it has. <laughs> A lot. A lot. Um, Stop it. And the Spooktacular is included with your park admission. It's not a separate fee. Um they're going to have a dance party. It'll be hosted by Princess Penelope. I don't know who that is. She's a pumpkin fish. Okay. She's Good. pretty. Um, so you can dance with the characters um, while there's bubbles floating around. <laughs> there's going to be a party zone. They'll have a DJ with interactive games. Meet and greets with some of your favorite SeaWorld characters like pumpkin fish, the mermaids, um, spider crabs, penguins, Dolly the dolphin, Shivers the polar bear, and Shamu. Have you ever and then, done this one? We have not done the spooktacular now. We've you would like oh, I've done, done it several yeah, times. Yeah. Yeah. New this year Ooh. is the Dine with Shamu Halloween Spooktacular Brunch. It's available for an additional fee and will put guests at reserved tables poolside next to SeaWorld's Orca area. Mm-hmm. And included with your brunch, you'll get a photo frame, a cookie decorating kit, and a trick-or-treat bag full of treats. Oh, cool. It's a cute event. Yeah. I've done it with my kids, but it's definitely geared towards very young kids. I mean, even when your kids are getting up near 10 it can seem a little bit. It's perfect bit. for our kids. Yeah, the very, very young ones. And I will say this, it's not, um, for people who are planning on attending this, <clears throat> it's not the same thing as like Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It really is more of like a um, side event thing, which is why you don't pay the extra money for the ticket. It's included in the price of general admission, like you said. And it's more like, here's SeaWorld, the wonderful park, and yeah, then here's zones. a little few Halloween things to do on the side. But it is cute. The kids come dressed up in their costumes, and their characters are actually really creative, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. with the whole, like, uh, sea life theme. We did a... Catfish, they do like fish. Kids mm-hmm. weekends during the summertime. Remember we did with mm-hmm. Ferris and Finley where they have the same stuff going on, except no candy and no, you know, like, dressing up or whatever. It was the Imagination Movers. They were there, right? Well, we went to see their concert there, but they were also doing, like, kids weekends through, like, the whole month of July or June, like, I love SeaWorld. It was a couple years. Well, it's been three or four years ago. Stella and I spent the night there. Oh yes, you did. Yeah, during the Hall- during fall, and we did a whole. It was it was fun. I can never 
look or read about this event without hearing Walter's. Yes. Oh, uh, I was going to say with, with it. Walter's uh, <laughs> spectacular in my, in my head. I, yeah. can, I can never. It's, it's done. <laughs> he said that to me just on the phone the other day. It's Halloween. <laughs> really? It's almost <laughs> Halloween time for spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> so he still says it even to himself. Hmm. All right, Corey, you're up next. Um, mine's not about event or anything. I just want to uh, let people know, uh, encourage people to sign up for our daily email list that we send out, uh, email blasts. Um, every, every morning, it is daily, so you will receive it every day at 9 a.m. It's like clockwork. Um, it's, it's all the updates, um, including the, um, any changes that we make to the site, discounts, rehabs, um, podcasts, blogs, all that. Sometimes it's only two. Sometimes it's up to 10 or 12. But we're putting out a lot of new content on the site. So if you don't want to do that, you can just keep checking our homepage um, for that. But you know, if you want to get this stuff uh, in your email so you don't have to go searching through Twitter or Facebook, we don't put all of our updates on uh, Facebook. Maybe you know, just, just little tidbits. But if you want everything that we do, um, in your email box, sign up for our daily email blast. Yeah, I really think I want to encourage everyone to do that because we do have a lot of changes coming up, and all the changes are not always in the same place. Like right, you were saying, they're all over. Of, yeah, some of them are on the blog. Some of them are just up on the regular normal pages. So this is a very efficient way to get all of that information delivered right to you, so you don't have to go looking for it. Um, wow, I felt like I just did a commercial. That was that was good. <laughs> Sean, your oh. rapid fire. Um. My rapid fire is about the ice cream shop in the France Pavilion. They now have pumpkin spice ice cream and pumpkin spice macaroons. Uh, the, the exact title of the ice cream shop is L'Artisan des Glaces. It's perfect French. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. They, they have a huge Twitter uh, presence. They have their own Twitter account, and they go crazy with tweeting. And every morning, they scoop the Mickey Mouse-shaped uh, ice cream scoops in the, into the containers. And they, they were so excited about their pumpkin spice. All the cast members were wearing uh, orange scarves and everything. Uh, and this is fantastic. It's, it's a good pumpkin spice. It's more of like the vegetable pumpkin. Like it's more of the pumpkin flavor rather than kind of like the spices, like the nutmeg and stuff. But it's a good mix, and it's a good fall treat, so go get it. I'm probably in the minority of people who don't like the uh, pumpkin. Like, I, I don't get into pumpkin the pumpkin beers either. I don't know. You and me both, babe. Maybe it's too sweet. I think I think the whole trend has gotten a little too crazy. Like, yeah. I, there was pumpkin spice Milano's, which is disgusting. Gross. But I think pumpkin is. I th I love the flavor of pumpkin. So I like pumpkin pie. Yeah. I but I, th really I think it, it needs to, to die down a little pie. bit. It's getting a little too crazy. But all right. And you had to tell us about it. Okay. Well, because I appreciate this. I think it's yeah. cool that this shop is doing something interesting. It's unique. Yeah. Yes. That's so fine. Angry, Miss Fan Lady. I'll be over there and I'll be trying it because I do love Mrs. Pumpkin. Mears. It's, it's good. It was really good. I, I of the two, the, the macaroon one was the one that I tried. Yeah, I had um, the scoopable. Yeah. I tried the macaroon. How was that? The macaroon wasn't pumpkin, right? Um, it was just vanilla. Yeah, the macaroon itself was vanilla, but it had the pumpkin ice cream inside. Mm. And I, I'm against Julie and Corey, and I'm in the pro pumpkin <laughs> movement. But it's, <laughs> we're we're small like in that. number. We're yeah. against. It's not small. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. <laughs> Yeah. We're we're against the the white girls that post on BuzzFeed about all the things fall that they like. We're we're true pumpkin lovers. So, <laughs> you're not, not bandwagon pumpkin. Bad. Exactly. No, we like pumpkin so, before it was cool. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> we're pumpkin I did. Say, <laughs> he took the words out of my mouth again. Yeah, Second so, time today. I have a way with words. Just going to say that. Do you drink the pumpkin beer? Oh, absolutely. Pumpkin. Yeah, and we have a girlfriend who loves that. Well, it, yeah, it's so a tear. 
Smash Pumpkin's better, but I do like Smash Pumpkin better. The best one so far has been the Dogfish. Her songs are pumpkin. Great. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Craig, I think that leaves us with you. Yeah. So, uh, discount tickets in September and October for Cirque du Soleil La Nuba. Um, for Florida residents, at least, discounted tickets are available at the box office uh, for saving up to $40 off the regular adult price of $74 to $94. So, if you haven't seen it yet, you might be able to get a, a good deal on it from between, I guess, up to 34 to uh uh, $54 uh, and it's a show I, and you can is. see it it's a show. <laughs> it is. because there's discounted tickets it's so. angry French clowns angry <laughs> French clowns I have a question yes. so when you purchase these tickets is that only for a limited amount of time because I actually love the show passionately even though I know you don't like it but um, I never said no, that. I, I thought you did once. You didn't you no, say that? It was Pete. Uh, absolutely, he's the angry clowns he didn't like. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I've seen it multiple times. It's a little worn oh, out I, for me. I'd rather oh, see a different it. show, a different Cirque du Soleil in there. But I love it. Um, it's it's a good deal. And my birthday's coming up. I would like to go. There's so, a lot of talent under that tent. What are you, you know, with the little, gosh. The, little girls with their little things. Their spools. Have you spools? been? I went once last year, and I like my mind exploded. I loved it. It was nearly a spiritual experience for me. Oh my! Wow! <laughs> I loved Whoa. it. I loved it so much. It was kind of. It was kind of um, a I bit much. Get out more. But <laughs> <laughs> how I found religion at Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know about these limitations. Uh, no. I know it's for Florida residents at least in September and October. I don't think I you imagine. can like buy tickets ahead yeah. of time for it. You probably no, can't you do that. Okay. Buy them and use them, I would yeah. think. Okay, got but it. Go see it again. All yeah. right. Go so pray. I'm not touching the. Re- She's I, a religion. <laughs> I'm putting that on a bumper sticker on my car. Okay. So one last reminder for our poll for next week. We want you all to tell us what your favorite Walt Disney World resorts are in each category. We're going to be revealing the results of that on our September 30th show. And um, when you do, you have a chance to win a $50 gift card. And we'll be announcing the winner for next week on next week's episode. All right. Did anybody else have anything they wanted to throw in there? We're all good. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you'll join us again next week for another episode of The Diz Unplugged. And everybody, please remember my tagline, which I don't. (laughs) (laughs) We're out of time, so say bye. (laughs) Say bye. Say bye. 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 Bye.